is Also one more thing that will happen on the day of judgment is that Tabarra is from Bara Hamza. And Tabarra is to disown, to disconnect oneself from something or someone. So Alladina Tubiru, people who were followed, and who are they? The leaders or those who were loved, they will dissociate Minalladina Tabaru from those who followed them. The leaders will completely disown their followers. Those who were loved will completely disown their lovers. They'll say, I don't know you. Go away from me. I don't care about you. Has it ever happened that you do something with so much effort for someone that you love and they don't even thank you for it? Has it ever happened? That you do something for a friend or for your parents They don't even turn around and acknowledge it. Do you feel hurt there? What do you feel? Never again. I'm not doing this for this person again. It's not worth it. Well, you know what? On the day of judgment, on the day of judgment, people will turn to you and say, I don't know you. Go away from here. Literally. In Surah Abasa, what do we learn? يَوْمَ يَفِرُّ الْمَرْءُ مِنْ أَخِيهِ the day when a person will run away from his brother. وَأُمِّهِ وَأَبِيهِ He will run away from his mother and his father. I don't know you. I don't want you. Go away from here. Is And imagine if we follow someone in disobeying Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Because we love them, we'll do anything to make them happy, even if it means we have to disobey Allah. What's going to happen on the Day of Judgment? They'll come and say, come, I'll save you? No. They're not even going to acknowledge you. They'll disown you. They'll abandon you. Is تَبَرَّأَ الَّذِينَ اتُّبِعُوا مِنَ الَّذِينَ اتَّبَعُوا وَرَأَوُ الْعَذَابِ And then they will all see the punishment. وَتَقَطَّعَتْ بِهِمُ الْأَسْبَابِ تَقَطَّعَتْ is from قَطَعَ to cut off and أَسْبَاب is a plural of سَبَب سَبَب is a rope meaning connection or bond between people so all of their connections meaning of affection and love and friendship all of those bonds cut off in this world what happens? people feel so connected to each other you know we're best friends forever we love each other forever. We're together for life. And so you have one side of the ring and I have the other side. Right? We have all these romantic expressions. You have one side of the charm on your bracelet and I have the other side on my bracelet. Right? That shows we are best friends. All these connections will be cut off on the day of judgment. Your lovers or those you love, will not come to rescue you. وَقَالَ الَّذِينَ اتَّبَعُوا And now at this time, the followers, they will say, because now they've been abandoned, they will say, لَوْ أَنَّ لَنَا كَرَّةً If only we had a كَرَّةً كَرَّةً is a one more chance, return. So if only we could have one more chance to go back to the world, then what would we do? فَنَتَبَرَّأَ مِنْهُمْ We would dissociate from our leaders كَمَا تَبَرَّأُوا مِنَّا Just as they have dissociated from us. If only we could go back to the world, we would ditch them the way they have ditched us today. 
we would leave them the way they have left us today. We would ignore them the way they have ignored us today. And isn't that what happens? When you realize that someone's not worth your love and attention and friendship, you feel regret. Like if only I could go back to that time when they needed me most, and I would not help them. And they would feel like how I feel now. كَذَلِكَ يُرِيهِمُ اللَّهُ أَعْمَالَهُمْ حَسَرَاتٍ عَلَيْهِمْ But will they be able to go back to the world? No. Allah will show them their deeds as regrets. حَسَرَات is a plural of حَسْرَة Meaning in the hereafter now, they will forever be in regret. They will be regretful. What is حَسْرَة? What is regret? When you feel sad over what you did in the past. When you wish you hadn't done it. When you wish you had done something different. And there is no way that you can go and fix it. Because it's history now. But its impact is on you today. So their deeds will be a constant source of grief for them. Remember what I mentioned to you earlier? The wrong type of love will bring you misery today and also in the hereafter. It's a source of pain and torture in this world and in the hereafter. There will be hasra, hasra, only hasra. وَمَا هُمْ بِخَارِجِينَ مِنَ النَّارِ And they will not come out of the fire. خَارِجِينَ is a plural of? Plural of? خَارِج Meaning once they enter the fire, they're not coming out. They're staying there. Imagine the scenario. People dedicating their lives for a certain cause or an individual. And what happens on the Day of Judgment? That individual abandons them. That individual turns against them. The idol that they worship, the person that they worship, turns against them. Now who to blame? Who to point fingers at? Nobody but yourself. So before this time comes, we need to take account of our heart today. Who do I love? What do I love? Why do I love it? And what is this love making me do? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Ya ayyuhannas, O people, kulu mimma fil Eat of the things that are in the earth. And remember that love leads to sacrifice and service. Right? Now the Arabs at the time of the Prophet ﷺ, they loved their idols. They made their idols, they loved them, they worshipped them, and they expressed their love for their idols. How? By offering the best that they had, which was animals. So they would sacrifice their animals for the sake of their idols. They would dedicate their animals to their idols. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says here, O people, eat of what's in the earth, but eat what? That which is halal and tayyib. That which is lawful and good. What is lawful? What Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has declared lawful. And what is tayyib? Tayyib is from the root letters tayyaba. And tayyib is something that is good. Okay, and inshallah we'll discuss this more later. But for now, remember that tayyib is something that is good and clean. And something that's good, not just in and of itself, but also good for you. Because there might be many good things out there in the world. But it's possible that it's not good for you. Rihun tayyiba is a wind that is blowing in your favor, in the direction that you want it to blow. So tayyib food is that which is good for you. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, eat what is lawful and good, 
وَلَا تَتَّبِعُوا خُطُوَاتِ الشَّيْطَانِ And do not follow the footsteps of shaytan. Khutwat is a plural of khutwah. And khutwah is a footstep. And one footstep leads to another. Don't follow the footsteps of shaytan. Why? Because إِنَّهُ لَكُمْ عَدُوٌ مُبِينٌ He is to you a clear enemy. He doesn't want good for you. He wants to harm you. And you see footsteps, how shaytan leads a person astray. One step at a time. One step at a time. What does it mean? Link this with love. It begins with an innocent appreciation that turns into an obsession. But is it that a person falls in love just in one day? No. It happens gradually over time. When a person starts with, for example, looking at individual and then looking at them again. And then talking to them. And then, what's that? You stalking them on social media. And then DM. And then this and then that. Slowly and gradually. These are the khutuwat of shaitan. Be careful. He is an open enemy to you. إِنَّمَا يَأْمُرُكُمْ بِالسُّوءِ وَالْفَحْشَاءِ What is shaitan telling you to do? He's ordering you to do what is evil and what is outrageous. Su is something that's evil. And fahsha is something that's outrageous. So you're talking about su of less gravity and fahsha that is far more worse. Shaitan tells you to do bad. What bad? Sometimes innocent bad things where you wonder it's no big deal. And then sometimes he tells you to do things that are terrible. So su Minor sins, fahsha, major sins. This is what shaitan tells you to do because he's your enemy. And he also tells you, وَأَن عَلَى اللَّهِ مَا لَا تَعْلَمُونَ He also tells you to say about Allah what you do not know. This is what shaitan tells you to do. What does it mean by that? Shaitan tells us to talk about Allah in matters that we don't even know about. So for example, sometimes a person will say things that are untrue about Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's being, His existence. Like for example, some people will say, Allah has a partner, Allah has a child. He is like this, He's not like that. Making things up about Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala without any proof, without any evidence. Also this includes attributing false things to Allah in His law saying that Allah has forbidden something or has permitted something, whereas that's not the case. You know, for example, some people try to make everything haram and other people try to make everything halal. This is lying about Allah. The third way is attributing false things to Allah in regards to His actions or with His creation. So for example, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala made this for that and made that for this. You know, making things up. So this is not for us to do. This is from shaitan. And so easily people will invent lies about Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. They will say something's in the Qur'an, whereas actually it's not in the Qur'an. They will deny that something's in the Qur'an, whereas actually it is in the Qur'an. So be careful. Now you see, the Arabs, the people of Makkah, this is what they had done. They had made certain foods halal, other foods haram, out of their own will, inventing this law in love for their idols. So for example in order to show their love to an idol, they would bring an animal, cut off its ears, 
and declare that that animal was dedicated to that idol. So what that means is nobody can ride on it, nobody can use it for farming, nobody can drink its milk, nobody can slaughter it. That animal is to roam freely. Now that animal Allah has made halal for you. Like a goat is halal for you. But you're making it haram. Why? Because of this false love. And this might sound ridiculous. But the exact same thing happens today. Where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has allowed you to do certain things or has prohibited you from doing certain things. But you will change the law because of who? The person that you love. For instance, if you love a certain individual and they're allergic to certain foods and you love this individual, you'll make those foods unlawful on yourself also. I've seen people do that. They'll begin to dislike things like milk, things like nuts, or because the person I love is allergic to them, so I don't like these foods. No, Allah made it lawful for you. What kind of love is this? Seriously. Or certain things Allah has not allowed for you to do, but you're violating the law of Allah in love. So be careful. This is from shaitan. Now, وَإِذَا قِيلَ لَهُمْ When it is said to such people that اِتَّبِعُوا مَا أَنزَلَ اللَّهِ You should follow what Allah has revealed. Stop following your desires and start following what Allah has revealed. قَالُوا These people say, بَلْ نَتَّبِعُ مَا أَلْفَيْنَا عَلَيْهِ آبَاءَنَا We actually follow what we have found our forefathers upon. The word alfayna is from the root letters lam fa waw. And it is to come upon something by chance. Not that you were looking for it, but by chance. Like for example, if you're very fortunate, you're walking outside and you find like a hundred dollar bill. So did you go out of the house looking for a hundred dollar bill on the pavement, on the sidewalk? No. You just come across it. This is alfayna, by chance. So, when the people of Makkah were told that you should follow the Qur'an that Allah has revealed, what did they say? They said, no, we are going to follow the ways of our forefathers. We're going to follow our culture and tradition. And this is something that we need to think about also. On the one hand is the command of Allah, and on the other hand is our culture. I'm not talking about the culture of your parents, Pakistani, Indian, Somali, whatever culture, whatever background you have. Your culture also, your pop culture, whatever that is. Isn't it so that sometimes we know that this is something that Allah has not allowed, but still we will indulge in it? Why? Everybody does it. Don't we make that excuse? Everybody does it. If we're eating something that's unlawful, we're like, what's the big deal? Everybody does it. We're smoking something that's not good for us, everybody does it. Everybody does it. We're wearing something that's not appropriate, everybody does it. And sometimes we have memorized the verses of the Qur'an, yet we oppose them in our actions. Why? Because everybody does it. I don't get it. Really, it's amazing to me. Like for example, you're wearing your hijab. Why? Because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says so in the Qur'an, so you wear it. But then when you go to a party, what happens to the hijab over there? What happens? Oh, nobody wears it here. If I cover my head, what about my hair? What about my makeup? Who's going to see it? What's the point of it? Nobody wears it here. The Arabs of Makkah said the same thing. 
They said, we're not going to follow the Qur'an. We're going to do what our forefathers used to do. And you think, yeah, how sad, you know, silly people. Didn't they have any brains? We should think about ourselves. Where does our brain go? Really, where does it go? We recite the verses, yet we oppose them. In the name of culture. Allah says, أَوَلَوْ كَانَ آبَاؤُهُمْ Will they follow their forefathers, even if their forefathers were such that لَا يَعْقِلُونَ شَيْئًا They did not understand anything. وَلَا يَهْتَدُونَ Nor were they rightly guided. Have you ever thought, what if the culture is wrong? What if this common practice of people is actually not good? Why do I have to follow the crowd? Why do I have to do what everybody is doing? What if they're making a huge mistake? Does it ever happen that sometimes you're told, do this, it's good for you. And then research shows years later, it's actually not good for you. Are there any examples of this? Many. So the thing is that people can always make mistakes. Just because something is common does not mean that it is good. Just because something is everywhere, widespread, it does not mean that it is good. What is good is what Allah has revealed. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala asks us, أَوَلَوْ كَانَ آبَاؤُهُمْ لَا يَعْقِلُونَ شَيْئًا وَلَا يَهْتَدُونَ وَمَثَلُ الَّذِينَ كَفَرُوا And now an example. Now an example. Example of those people who deny is كَمَثَلِ Like the example of الَّذِي يَنْعِقُ The person who hollers. يَنْعِقُ is from نُونْ عَيْنْ قَافْ نَعِقْ It's a very interesting word. Nariq is used for when a shepherd yells at his animals. When a shepherd yells at his animals, making loud noises. Why? In order to urge them on or in order to chase them away. You know, you may have heard of people trying to chase bears away. How do they do that? Or like an animal like a bear, how do you chase it away? You try to scare it. Right? How do you try to scare it? One of the ways is that you also make noise. Like you bang pots and dishes or whatever that you have. Or you make loud noises with your mouth to scare the animal away. So sometimes you have to yell at an animal to call it also. Alright? So this is na'iq. It's not words. Come here, all of you. Hear ye, hear ye. No. What does the sound like? Like a ha, hu, or hey, or... Have you ever heard people screaming at weddings? Yeah? Like as the bride comes in. You know that screaming? The ah, exactly. You've heard that? What does that mean? It doesn't mean anything, right? It's a loud sound. This is na'iq. A loud sound that is made to grab someone's attention. It's not words. Okay? So this person is yan'iqu, he's hollering at who? Bima, at something which la yasma'u illa du'a'an wa nida'a. At something which does not hear anything except a call and a cry. And it's referring to animals. So like a shepherd yelling at animals that hear the sound, but that sound to them is nothing but a du'a. And nida. What is dua? A call. Okay? A call. Like for example, you call someone by their name. Like for example, you call a cat by its name. For example, somebody's cat's name is, for instance, Misty. Right? So like, Misty. 
So what happens? Misty comes running. For instance, this is dua. Nida. What is nida? A general loud sound. So it just hears sounds. The maximum the animal can understand is just its name. But that's it. And the animal comes running. It comes to follow. And it doesn't know where it's going to be taken. Like I remember once my cat was taken. It was called. It was put in the trunk of a car. And taken away from my house. Right? Yeah, it was really sad for me. But if that cat knew where it was being taken, would it have responded? No. You call that poor cat, the cat would come running. That's how animals are, right? You call them, they come running. But then where that animal is going to be taken, it doesn't know. You don't tell the animal, this is your last day, man. I'm sorry, but can't keep you anymore. Things like that. You don't talk to an animal. I mean, even if you do, the animal doesn't understand you. The maximum it will understand is its name. Isn't it? So, لا يسمر إلا دعاء ونداء. How is this the example of those who deny? How? This can be understood in several ways. One way is that they're being called by their prophet. Their prophet is calling them. اتبعوا ما أنزل الله. Follow what Allah has revealed. And these people, it's as if they don't understand anything. They don't understand anything. If you start talking to a cow. Please come here, move forward. No, no, stop. Take one step back. Can you please sit down now? Now please get up. Does it understand anything? No. And this is how these people are behaving. They don't understand anything. Like animals. They hear the sound, but they don't comprehend. So anytime we learn about something, yet we oppose it, we learn what the book of Allah is telling us, yet we oppose it, and who are we behaving like? Whatever excuse we come up with, it's our culture, you know. Whatever excuse you come up with, once you know that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has commanded you to do this, and you oppose it with your actions, then you're bringing yourself lower than animals even. Another way this can be understood is, that animals, no matter who calls them, or what they're being called to, especially sheep, what do they do? They just run. Isn't it? This is why you hear stories like 300 sheep jumped off a cliff. It's true actually. You know why? Seriously. Why? Because the sheep in the front started jumping off and then the sheep behind them didn't even bother to see what's going on. No one went and investigated. They just kept following. True. This is true. You can search it up. It actually happens. Because... This is how animals are. They hear only their name or that sound that's calling them, but that's it. They will follow blindly. So we need to see who are we following and why are we following? Why am I doing something? Just because everybody does it? Why am I going to this place? Just because everybody goes there? Why am I eating this? Why am I drinking this? Why am I interested in this? Why am I watching this? What's the excuse that we give generally? Everybody does it. Well, that's not good enough of a reason. Because sheep also follow anybody. And we're better than sheep. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Summun, ones who are deaf. Bukmun, ones who are mute. Ummiyun, ones who are blind. Fahum la yaqilun. So they don't understand. Why are they being called Summun, Bukmun, Ummiyun? 
Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given us the ability to hear for what? To listen. Listen to what? Exactly. To listen to what is being said, like for example the Qur'an, but then just listen to the words, hear the words? No. Understand also. Listen and understand. And those who don't understand, pay attention to what they're listening. They're like deaf. Someone, book one. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given us the ability to speak. Why? Why? So that we ask. We express. And if we stay silent, we don't ask why. Like for example, everybody's wearing something. And we're like, why do I have to wear it? It's so uncomfortable. Why? I need a good enough reason. Investigate. Ummiyun. Blind. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given us vision. Why? So we see. We look. We look at the proofs of His creation. We look at the signs around us and above us. And if we don't take benefit from this ability, then how are we better than sheep? Do sheep have ears? Do sheep have ears? Do sheep have eyes? Do sheep have big mouths? They do, right? They listen, they see, they hear, but we know that they don't do the best things with them, right? They do what's just enough for them. And we're supposed to be better than these animals. So we need to see, what are we doing with these abilities that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given us? Are we using them in the right way, or we are not? Let's listen to the recitation now. Use your ears that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given you. وَإِلَٰهُكُمْ إِلَٰهٌ وَاحِدٌ لَا إِلَٰهَ إِلَّا هُوَ الرَّحْمَٰنُ الرَّحِيمُ إِنَّ فِي خَلْقِ السَّمَاوَاتِ وَالْأَرْضِ وَاخْتِلَافِ اللَّيْلِ وَالنَّهَارِ وَالْفُلْكِ الَّتِي تَجْرِي فِي الْبَحْرِ بِمَا يَنفَعُ النَّاسَ وَمَا أَنزَلَ اللَّهُ مِنَ السَّمَاءِ مِن فَأَحْيَا بِهِ الْأَرْضَ بَعْدَ مَوْتِهَا فَأَحْيَا بِهِ الْأَرْضَ بَعْدَ مَوْتِهَا وَبَثَّ فِيهَا مِن كُلِّ دَابَّةٍ وَتَصْرِيفِ الرِّيَاحِ وَالسَّحَابِ الْمُسَخَّرِ بَيْنَ السَّمَاءِ وَالْأَرْضِ لَآيَاتٍ لِقَوْمٍ يَعْقِلُونَ وَمِنَ النَّاسِ مَن يَتَّخِذُ مِن دُونِ اللَّهِ أَندَادًا يُحِبُّونَهُمْ كَحُبِّ اللَّهِ وَالَّذِينَ آمَنُوا أَشَدُّ حُبًّا لِلَّهِ وَلَوْ يَرَى الَّذِينَ ظَلَمُوا يَرَوْنَ الْعَذَابَ أَنَّ الْقُوَّةَ لِلَّهِ جَمِيعًا وَأَنَّ اللَّهَ شَدِيدُ الْعَذَابِ إِذْ تَبَرَّأَ الَّذِينَ اتُّبِعُوا مِنَ الَّذِينَ اتَّبَعُوا وَرَأَوُا الْعَذَابَ وَتَقَطَّعَتْ بِهِمُ الْأَسْبَابُ وَقَالَ الَّذِينَ اتَّبَعُوا لَوْ أَنَّ لَنَا كَرَّةً فَنَتَبَرَّأَ مِنْهُمْ كَمَا تَبَرَّأُوا مِنَّا 
So first of all, remember that you're better than a sheep. Sheep follow blindly. You're not a blind follower. You're a conscious human being. Secondly, sheep love what? Their water, their grass, and maybe each other. But that's it. You're better than a sheep. So you don't just love the things that you find impressive or the things that bring you some pleasure. You love who? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Affirm that love. Tell yourself, I love Allah. Ask Allah to give you that love. So make dua. Allahumma inni as'aluka hubbak. Say that. Allahumma inni as'aluka hubbak. Oh Allah, I ask you for your love. That I love you and that you also love me. Because every other love with the creation, how is it? Temporary. It's temporary. It's not going to last forever. Subhanakallahumma bihamdik. Ashadu an la ilaha illa anta astaghfiruka wa atubu ilayhi.